This is the Growth Game Podcast. We feature entrepreneurial leaders and discuss their strategies for growth. Please welcome your host, Claudia Papa. So, hey, everybody, welcome to the Growth Game. I am so excited today to be here with Claudia Papa, who is uh, the founder and CEO of 1GS Agency uh, and also your future host of the Growth Game. I'm just doing this pilot episode as a guest uh, interviewer. So, Claudia, thank you so much for jumping on. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Uh, so just to start, uh, I obviously know you, but for any of the audience who doesn't, maybe you could just introduce yourself and a little bit about you know your background in 1GS. Absolutely. Yes. So I'm Claudia Papa, CEO of 1GS Digital Agency. We started about four years ago, uh, full service marketing agency. So we do everything from our clients from, you know, a simple logo creation to a full website, uh, you know, to a full marketing system, f- full funnel, Google ads, Facebook ads, all the the whole thing. Um, You know, a little bit about me, my background, I went to school for marketing and finance. I went to University of Miami, then uh, moved to New York, actually uh, went to NYU for a master's in brand management. So I've been in marketing for a pretty long time, I would say, uh, you know, at least 15 years. So I would say it's definitely my passion. Um, So yeah, I mean, mean, it's it's been great. It's been, I would say, a roller coaster so far for the four years that we've been running the business. Um, but you know, it's, it's been really great. So I'm, I'm really happy. And, and how, uh, so when you got into one GS, you obviously had a corporate brand marketing background. You guys do a lot of performance marketing for small businesses. Was that a shift for you or was it kind of gradual to go from, you know, fancy brand management down to really scrappy funnel building? I would say it just happened. Um, you know, basically life happened right at the same time. So I was kind of looking for that flexibility. Uh, also I wanted to help small businesses. So it was, it was kind of like a natural, uh, shift, I would say to, to that, um, you know, to that niche, to that industry, to that environment. So, you know, it, it, it just, you know, it's life happened. So I got married, I had two kids, uh, and I needed that flexibility. So at the same time, you know, passionate about marketing, helping people growing, uh, with my experience, you know, I had been doing marketing for a long time. So it was kind of like a natural uh, shift, I would say, especially, you know, at the beginning, it, it was rough, not going to lie. So I, I remember just, you know, being pregnant with my second baby, just knocking on doors, giving flyers out, uh, you know, basically giving the services for free just to, you know, get started and, you know, get the foot out of the door and, you know, just just start. Um, but yeah, like I said, it's just been a roller coaster and su- super happy because, you know, we get to help small businesses and we, um, you know, we actually form partnerships with them and we see them as partners and basically longtime friends, I would say. We've had clients for years now. And uh, I remember this specific client, they live in Arizona. They've been with us for, I would say, almost three years, four years now. We've been our longest client. And um, for Christmas, they came to Miami. We had dinner. Uh, you know, they met my husband, my kids. And basically, that's that's what I like about it, right? Like, it's not only, you know, we're doing social media and that's it. It's just we're helping other people and we're creating these partnerships and friendships. So, you know, I guess it's like the best of both worlds with the flexibility that I need. So, you know, it's it's been wonderful. And what's your vision? I mean, I, I love that uh, that kind of family style Baker's dozen agency. Like, do you... Do you see One GS as you know having an office in every state someday? Do you see it as being an all into like what's your kind of long term goal? Yeah, for sure, definitely grow. We've been growing really fast the past couple of years, um, so again, we're really happy about that. And you know, expanding our team, I think, is the main focus right now because again, we don't want to lower our quality, right? We want to have 
good team members, the, the experts at their craft. So, you know, have an expert PPC uh, person, right? I have an expert, in, you know, strategy, marketing strategy. I have an expert copywriter. So things like that, like, you know, the main thing for us is our team. And, you know, we're very proud of the team that we have. And I think we wouldn't be here without the team that we have. So I'm really, really glad that we have them. And in terms of the future and, you know, our growth, I would say just we just want more of that. And we want to keep uh, keep that mentality of like we're actually helping people. So it's it's a partnership. It's not like I mentioned before, it's not social media and that's it. It's a lot more than that. And you just want to, you know, grow, but keeping that same mentality of actually giving results, performing and, you know, doing what we say we're going to do. So that's kind of our main goal. And shockingly rare in uh, in 2023 to do what you say you're going to do, surprisingly. <laughs> yeah, you'd be surprised. Most of our clients come with a really, really bad experience. You know, a marketing agency that did the worst things. They took the website. They're, you know, holding it hostage. They're, you know, not giving results. They have this long-term contract and they can't really get out of it, right? So we try to be different. We, we try to do what we say we're going to do, you know, actually give results, say what we actually do what we say we're going to do. So I think that, um, you know, actually doing that is different. And um, we just don't sign them up and then disappear. We actually have calls with them weekly, even bi-weekly, some clients. So, you know, when I said we truly care, is we actually do and we show it. So, you know, we want to keep that as we grow as well and make our clients grow as well, which is the goal. Yeah. And, and it brings me to my next question. So with the growth game, obviously, the show is really going to be hosted by you going behind the scenes with founders and leaders to understand mm -hmm. where they are having success with growth, maybe where they've had struggles with growth and just all things about um, either the strategies or tactics. Because it's really hard to build an LLC that you go incorporate and start by handing out flyers, like you said, to the scale you have is very rare. To the next scale is even more rare. And I think it's great to all share ideas. So my question um, for you is, I know you talked about showing versus telling, and I wanted to click on that. Uh, in terms of taking care of people, but what are some of the other strategies that have really helped you, you know, become an anomaly in terms of the success you've had? Yeah, I would go back to the team, just like having the right team, the right people to do specific crafts. For example, you know, uh, we have a great bookkeeper, we have a great, you know, um, uh, lawyer, for example. So anything that, that you need, you want to have the expert uh, at the actual craft. So, you know, I'm only one person, right? I can only do so much and my expertise only gets me to a certain way, to a certain level. But then what happens after that? If I want to run everything, do everything myself, then I would only grow so much. So I would say just, you know, relying on other people and their expertise, their, um, you know, their experience, what they know how to do best. Uh, I think it, it's key in, in growing and uh, actually running a successful business. Because again, you only know so much and you only have so much time, which is, uh, you know, the time is very limited. So you have to take advantage of that and do, uh, Again, just delegate and do the best you can with the time that you have. Yeah, no, I, absolutely. And as you've scaled, I mean, how do you balance hiring great people with building great process? Is it Are you more leaning towards hiring great people and let them kind of take it client by client? Is there a one GS sort of way or how does process work? Yeah, yeah, that, that's a great question. So at the beginning, like I said, it was me doing everything. I would take on the client. I would, you know, do the questionnaires, onboarding. Uh, asking them what they wanted, going, you know, going over the goals, what they needed to do, the timelines, everything. Uh, but now that we've grown and we have a, we have a team of, of experts, my, you know, my ride or die team of experts, um, they handle some of the, you know, some of the strategy and they take on the clients and we have process in place. Obviously we, you know, as soon as we get the client, we have questionnaires, we go through the onboarding, we have an internal team meeting 
then we meet with the clients we go over you know goals expectations timelines and then you know we have bi-weekly calls we have weekly calls at the beginning once we're launching and everything so it's like a lot of back and forth because the client has to you know you know we need the client's input right we need the client's ideas any edits or anything like that we need the client to be there so we have that constant communication and i think that's key because you know there's so many details and so many things that can go wrong, you know, things that can fall through the cracks. So I think having that clear communication with the client and internally with the team is is what makes a difference because, you know, we want to achieve certain goals and by a certain time. So we want to stick to those deadlines and timelines and actually deliver what we said we're going to do. And so, so you mentioned yeah. setting goals for clients. Has setting goals in the business also been a part of your strategy? Like, have you had success saying, you know, we're going to hit this mark by this time, or do you more leave it kind of to be an informal process? Yeah, actually, for sure. Yes, we definitely have goals. We sit at the beginning of the year, we have our, our little plan and goals, you know, quarterly, and then even weekly, daily, we have a little task. And we use Asana, for example, for our project management tool. And we have basically everything that we need to do, even like a single email that takes two minutes, we have it there. So we are really big, big on organization and having everything written down and, you know, having our plan that we have to follow. So yeah, definitely we, we have a plan and we've been kind of hitting our goals. Actually this year we've been uh, actually in increased or you know, had better results than we expected. So we're really happy about that. But again, the key is just organization and, and communication, I guess, internally with the team. And, and what do you think of, what do most founders, you know, what's something you guys do at 1GS that most founders you know, wouldn't think they should be doing? Is there anything in your growth journey that you look at like, I wish more people knew that this would help them. Um, I will say nothing. Everything is fair game, right? Like you have to be willing to do everything, you know, go down in the details, do it yourself if you need to. Because uh, again, at the end of the day, the client is the most important part. So, you know, we have to be able to deliver what we say we're going to, what we say we're going to deliver. So there's nothing that's like, you know, off limits. Like, no, no, no. I'm the CEO. I'm not going to do that. Absolutely not. I do everything from the beginning to the end. If I have to, I'll, I'll make sure that the client gets whatever the client needs to get. So that's, I would say that's our main uh, differentiator because I would say like a lot of agencies don't think like that and they don't really, you know, I would say they don't really care. Um, but, you know, we actually do and we show it by, by doing that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and, and when you talk about some of the challenges you've had in growing, has have there been mistakes you've made that you would do differently or there, you know, what, what's been the hardest part? I guess they're separate questions. Maybe we'll go mistakes first. <laughs> yeah, sure. I would say some mistakes would have been to maybe take on the wrong client. Uh, you know, we're not the perfect fit for every client. So I would say like doing that due diligence at the beginning, just making sure that it's a right fit that the client understands. Um, you know, what we're going to provide, what timelines we have, and make sure that it, that works for the client. Uh, I think that's, you know, we made that mistake, I guess, some clients that are really not the good fit. So, you know, if I could go back, then I wouldn't have taken some some clients that I took at the beginning. Um, so, yeah. And what's been the hardest, you know, current challenge you're dealing with in growing? Is it, it sounds like just more people, just finding more of the right people. Yeah, absolutely. I think I mentioned that, you know, everything is, is about the team, right? Like the, if without the team, we wouldn't be here. So we have experts that do the specific crafts and I think finding the right person or, you know, the right agency, the right company, that that's the key. Once you find that, you know, everything is easy. If I have an expert doing this, this specific task, then I know this task is going to be done correctly. So I don't have to worry about that specific task. So I can scratch that off my Asana. So I would say just, just finding, you know, 
talent, right? The quality people who say, who do what they say they're going to do. Um, and then once you have that, the client sees that, the client understands, and obviously they like that. So if you have that, then you're going to have these long-term clients, that some of the clients that we have, because you know they fall in love with us and they stay with us because they see that expertise and we're also approachable. So you, sometimes you don't see that in agencies. So I think that's you know that's one of our key key differences and key values that we provide our clients. Now I'm so curious. So you obviously went to University of Miami. Uh, I. I live in Tennessee, but uh, I'm a huge fan of that area. And you've also been in New York, which is the, you know, the ad capital of the world. How does 1GS kind of blend yeah. that New York professionalism and prestige and history with kind of the cutting edge cultural relevance of Miami? Or is that kind of core to your guys' approach? Yeah, I would say so. We're completely like international, I would say. Like if you hear my accent, I'm not, I'm not American, right? I was born and raised in Venezuela. So, you know, I moved to Miami and then, you know, lived there for college and then, you know, moved to New York. So I've, I've traveled a lot, you know, growing up. So, I've, you know, I, I guess I've seen the world. So I try to incorporate that in, you know, the, in, in how we act, right? In our culture, our values and being, you know, inclusive, obviously, and being approachable. So a little bit of the best of everything, I would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it's very cool. So I'm sure you get this question a lot, uh, but since this is a show about business growth, are there any hacks of sorts that you're seeing for small businesses, you know, whether it's paid ads, slick website, posting on socials, or anything that's really right now just like white hot for you in terms of strategies that are really working? Yeah, so there's so many tools, especially, you know, right now right you have like chat gpt you know all these new ai tools all these different things um and it could be a little bit daunting just navigating everything um i would say just having a clean simple website it's really really important people underestimate just the the value of the website that's basically your online bill, billboard right like that's who you are that's what you do so you know the clearer that that is that the more you know the copy that you have has to be tar you know geared towards your target audience and explain exactly in a simple way what you do so i would say yeah just work on your website have a good website and then traffic will come you know post content post blogs um the more the more blogs you have the, the better because you're the expert you're talking you have you know content that people want to read so eventually everything is gonna you know dribble and it's going to work out. But the, the main thing, the starting point, I would say is definitely the website. Yeah. And, and that's something that's it's kind of underrated. I think a lot of people think websites are gone because socials come, <laughs> but your experience is really social brings people to the website. Yeah, absolutely. So we definitely help our clients with social media, but I always say that that's mainly brand awareness. That's not going to get you leads. Um, you know, for you to get a lead, you need a nice converting website. So we can use social to bring people to your website, have some sort of offer, have them click on that link, get retargeted, get, get nurtured. But again, you wouldn't be able to do any of that without the website. So having that key piece and have that being optimized, um, you know, that that's really important. Mm -hmm. and, and are there any industries, if anyone's listening to this, are there a few industries where it's like, you've got to talk to one GS. Like I, I know we've talked offline about some of them, but what are some of the ones that you're just really, really good at? Yeah, absolutely. So we work with a lot of professional services, um, mainly we work with insurance agents and brokerages, and we have a lot of law firms as well. So I would say those two are our main, you know, our main buckets that we work in. We're really experts at that, at that, at that because we work with them every single day. Um, but, you know, we have a, a lot of other small clients as well. You know, we have private schools, for example, we have, you know, random tourist tourism agencies that are, you know, 
advertising some tours in a specific city. So we have different, you know, smaller ones like that. But I would say, yeah, definitely insurance and law firms is our bread and butter. Yeah, very cool. Um, and I know, like you said, you guys are really scrappy for any anyone uh, that needs to get the word out because you have expertise even in B2C uh, across, you know, both B2B and B2C. So my, my final question for you is I know there's a million books and courses and podcasts, and this is another podcast and YouTube talks, and uh, it's a lot as a marketer to separate signal from noise. Are there any uh, information sources that have been really, really foundational to the success that you've had as a growth marketer that you would recommend to other people? Well, yeah, that's a good question. I'm actually subscribed to a couple of newsletters that, you know, they kind of synthesize what's going on in the news. For example, they synthesize what's going on in the marketing world. So I guess it depends on what you're interested in, but there's definitely, you know, some companies out there, the poorest one, for example. So, you know, depending on what you're interested in, you sign up for that and then quick five minutes in the morning, you just read that, you're aware, you know what's going on, and then you go on with your day. So it doesn't have to take a lot of time and, you know, you're up to date, I guess. So. Yeah, it's interesting. So it's not so much marketing content. It's more you're really interested more in like the cultural content in terms of what you're paying attention to as a marketer. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Especially nowadays, you know, everything happening in the news, politics, everything, you have to be aware, right? At least at least know what's going on. So yeah, not only marketing, you have to be understanding of everything that's going on in the world for sure. Yeah, 100%. Well, Claudia, thank you so much. I am super excited to see you launch the show and have a bunch of other founders and operators uh, in the other seat. But for today, uh, just want to mention, if you want to reach out to Claudia, she's on LinkedIn. Uh, if you're interested in being a guest of the show, um, feel free to just connect with her there. And otherwise, uh, we'll wait until episode two. Awesome. Sounds good. Thank you so much for having me.